Okay, stay with me here. We're going to do the end of the show at the start this time. All right? Cool. See you on the other side. <clears throat> Thanks for listening. What exciting and interesting content you just consumed. We're bringing you this end beginning to announce our new Patreon. Patreon is a place where you can subscribe for however much you want per month and get cool stuff in return. All your contributions go straight into the show with the long-term goal of getting new equipment and upping our sound quality. For just $1 a month, you'll get access to our end-of-session moves. End-of-session moves are those bits we used to do at the end where we talked about the session and worked out how much XP everyone got. We cut them for pacing reasons, but now we'll be drip-feeding them back to our patrons. You'll also get a shout-out in the show. For $3 a month, you'll get access to my GM notes, which I'll be uploading over time. Get some insight into what's going on behind the scenes, and walk through each dungeon the players have endured. The first one of these is already up, and contains notes on the life cycle of murder bats, and a recipe for oily pasta. Make sure you let me know what you'd like to see more of in these notes in the future as well. For $5 a month, you'll get access to monthly super special audio content starting with a series of interviews with friend of the show and enemy of the state, Eamon Connolly. The first of those interviews will go up by the end of this month. Finally, for $10 a month, you'll get all that, and we'll send you a postcard signed by the cast each year to say thank you. Shout out to our first patrons, Sherry Lupine, Chris Ward, Anna Woten, Tyandai, and of course, my mum. Also thanks to our new Kofi supporters, the power thief Telic, and Willow, the hippie environmentalist Succubus. You can find our Patreon in the description of this episode, or by googling Queer Dungeoneers Patreon. Anyway, I should end this ending so the beginning can begin. Bye! Was, was that a long enough wait? Just, just get into it. Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. The party finally reunited at the Oasis, although half of them were asleep and the other half got caught up in a gunfight. Kamora and Nim sorted out some tough stuff by consuming flowers of the elements, and then awoke to a hectic scene. So, let me paint the scene. There is a gun-toting clonk-wonk master who's been firing shots at a rowdy crew of metal figures who are pleading for their life. But in the meantime, there is this Coverin holding her child, who even through the gunfire is making her way towards the cowering metal figures because they have this magical flower. Cremora sits up out of her sleep and coughs up a red ribbon for some reason. And then Nim, the last one asleep, wakes up, but when she does, there is a powerful wind elemental sitting next to you. And they both say, What What the fuck? Seems like we're in a Snexican standoff. Bada bing, I'm using it goes to 11. You completely skipped the tension of it, you just started opening fire. You're really ruining the tension. Let's get things back on track. Shoot your friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I am gonna use my fool's luck. Oh god. No! But you deserved to fail that! <laughs> yeah, but now if he fails again, he extra fails. And I extra yeah! failed! Yeah! Oh, I snake eyes that. So, when Signana uses his fool's luck to re-roll the dice, mm -hmm. and then fails twice in the row, something catastrophic happens. See the feelings there, but- Oh, my feeling! <laughs> Can I get you to take 1d10 damage ignoring armor oh, as you get oh. shot by a gun? Don't worry, I don't have armor. <laughs> that is seven points of damage. Okay, seven points of damage. Oh. But I do think there's got to be a catastrophic aspect yeah. to this. Where does it hit you and what does that make difficult for now? I'd say it hits... Either like a lung or a vocal cord or something. Fuck! Oh, shit! Like some part of it that makes speaking super hard right now. You get hit in the sort of, maybe not puncturing a lung, but yeah. just in the chest area. Yeah. And you are finding it harder to breathe and you can't get words out. Jolene Jolene is gonna do a dead sprint towards whichever clonk wonk has the flower. Uh, you're doing this sprint. You hear a shot fire out next to you, and then you feel like sort of the hair on the back of your neck raise up as it gets painted by a laser. Hmm. She just got all of her stuff back, so she's going to dodge out of the way and throw a knife behind her. First, that's going to be Defy Danger Dex. 12. Bam, you definitely dodge out of the way, and you get in a great position to... Throw one of my daggers. Nine. Okay, I will take what I can get. Okay, so it's ooh, so that's a four plus two because I'm a halfling, so that's a six minus two, so that's a four. Your blow does not do much to this clonk as it hits it. It doesn't matter to her. She's just going to keep running for whoever. Okay, so then you spin back around. You are a lot faster than Anna, and she's like, "What are you running over to to help me get the flower?" Sure. But no, just leave it to me, okay? Just help defend us. I'm faster than you. I'll be able to get it much faster. I don't trust you. I don't trust you either. You stole all my shit. Okay, well, I mean, I think, though, that you do reach the clonk-clonks first. This one in front of you that looks a lot like the cowboy, um, but is instead wearing a loincloth instead of a cowboy hat, and it's holding the flower. What is going on? So much at once? Too much to process? Just hand over the flower and no one gets hurt. You want the flower, but she wants the flower, but there are people shooting us with guns. Yeah, and if you give me the flower, I can keep it safe. I can actually keep all of you safe. If you give me the flower, I can save my child. Oh. Yeah, if you give her the flower, all she's going to do is turn tail and run. I mean, wouldn't you do the same? No, I have a personal stake in this. I don't want my friends to get hurt. They're currently getting hurt. Please, we will get the flower to the child. Please just keep us safe. You you have weapons. You can fight. I really, really need that flower. Oh, I think everyone listening kind of turns at that, like, for yourself. No. You hear a shot ring out, and there's a clunk clunk near... Um, the one that you're talking to with the flower, and it just suddenly gets hit by a bullet. Could I get you, Jolene, to roll 1d10 damage? Four. Okay, so it kind of rolls back at this damage. Bonk! Says the one in front of you. She's going to try and snatch the flower. That's so evil. Okay, roll to fight danger decks. 
Uh, nine. Just trying to think what the consequence is going to be. If you choose to go forward with this action... We'll personally judge you. (laughs) (laughs) If you choose to go forward with this action, you will knock this figure in front of you, this figure that has been nothing but kind to the ground and make it more vulnerable because it won't be able to, like, run away. You commit to that or you don't do it. I commit to it. You yoink that flower... You, you grab with one hand and push out with the other hand. It's such a quick moment. And you knock it to the ground. It goes, ooh, my! And falls over. Um, actually, can you get your roll 1d6? Six. Oh, fuck! That's a lot of damage. And then we'll cut over to Kramora next, because Kramora was the first to wake up. Okay, this is fine. Uh, I'm going to look, like, see the kind of clonk-clonk master cowboy and do clonk-clonk. So I'm going to uh, see the tube in its hand and guess that it is just shot Signana. I, I am not ready for this and I'm going to try and fireball. Oh no! no! That's Snake Eyes. Thank Again! you. Thank you, Dice. I bought you just the other day. So you go to conjure flame, but there's just sort of this moment where you're trying to, like, as you cast a spell, you kind of imagine it happening, right? And that is part of the process of it happening. But you're so split because on one hand, you imagine this icy death ball that has been streaming out of your hand recently. But on the other hand, you get flashes of the old fireball that used to do the giant green ball of fire that was actually hot. And you feel like you can't cast the icy one anymore, but you don't quite remember how to cast the fiery one, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. And so you're stuck between it. And what I'll say is, for now, you have forgotten Fireball. Okay. Moment. Okay. Nim, you say, what the fuck? And someone gets shot. <laughs> what what do you do? the fuck? <laughs> First thing I do is... Look over Cremora. Yep, Cremora is like looking at her, like at her hand, I guess. Like, also there's like a red ribbon near her. It's weird. It's a metaphor. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, okay, seeing she's okay, I'm gonna look back to Samira and be like, "I know that was a lot. I think bad shit is happening. Can you help us?" Roll the fight angel charisma. That's a nine. Ooh. Ooh. She looks up at you. Doesn't say anything. And then puts out a hand and a gasp of wind comes out and grows and knocks over the two clonkwonks and the clonkwonk master. And then she looks at you and she says, next time you see me, it will be there. There will be the five elementals and we will destroy you. And then she disappears. I thought we just I am going to shift into a bear. Roll for bear. I'm rolling for bear. That's okay. What does my paw look like? Is it still windy? Yes. But I have control over it now. Yes. Awesome. I'm going to try and charge the root and shoot and quonk quonk. (laughs) Who's on the ground now? Because they got knocked over by... Yeah, so I'm going to charge them and try and like pin them down and knock the gun from their hand. I, as I got shot at, sort of go into like a breakdancing backflip. And as I did, uh, Sumera sort of wind blasted me forward. 
And as I'm flying forward, I want to try and breakdance head spin on top of the clonk and redirect their laser using it goes to 11. <laughs> yeah. Alright, that is a 10. This clonk must have been readying its laser mm. before it got hit by the wind, rolled yep. around, um, and it nearly shoots off into nothing, but you come and land on it and spin it just in time. Mm-hmm. What are you shooting it at? It's master or at... Uh, it's nearest ally, so it's your choice. Uh, so it would be the master. Can I get you to roll? Mm-hmm. 1d8 plus 3 damage. That's 8 plus 3. Shit. Fuck. It just, like blast through the same spot that you got hit by the gun. He's gonna say, how's that for dramatic irony? But it just comes out <laughs> as... <laughs> <coughs> and there's blood. Don't actually die. That was Jared and Signana. <laughs> That's real dedication to your work. Yep. So, let's go back to our flower situation for a second. Oh, beads. You've just knocked over... Poor vulnerable Q. Anna is nearby. Please, if you have any humanity, give me that flower now. Snamanity. If you have any snake manities. <sighs> she just looks at the two of them. Anna's and holding is... her child in her hands. Real tight, like she has been every time you've ever seen her. Jolene just says, I'm sorry. And she... Turns and runs for uh, where she can see Cremora and Nim. Jolene! Jolene! I'm begging you, please don't steal my flower! You're <laughs> 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 right! I saw that happening as soon as I got to the second Jolene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, your other enemies are actually still scrambling to their feet at this point, so you get over to. Cremora, not Nim. Nim is pounced on top of a clonk-wonk right now. She grabs Cremora by, like, her robes and she's like, we have to go, we have to go right now. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, okay, and yes. Jolene is, like, tugging Cremora up onto her feet. Uh, this is slightly worrying. Uh, f- okay, Fireball's gone, okay, that's fine. No, I can, I can work with that, I can't work without Fireball, I don't know, oh no, okay. Um. <laughs> Are you having a panic attack? Yes, I'm having a panic attack, of course I'm having a panic attack! <laughs> wait, wait! Breathe, breathe, breathe I'm, in. I'm doing that. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe okay. in, breathe out. Okay, no, gunshots, not helping. Okay, okay. Um, she turns gosh, around at whoever fucking, whoever fucking shot. They're having a fucking panic attack over here. Can't you quit for one fucking second? People bought by fucking R2-D2. No, I can't. She, okay, she, she throws a knife in that direction then. Roll to knife. Roll to knife. <laughs> I knife. Nice. That's double sixes. That's an eight plus two, so it's a ten. You knife it in the glowing eye of it and smash the panel, and then you turn back to your hyperventilating friend. Okay. Calm down. Yes. Breathe. I'll be fine. I'm gonna, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm fine. I'll be fine. I just need to. Okay. Don't have fireballs. Don't have magic missile. I'm going to look at Jolene and sort of see how she's going about throwing some daggers. And I am going to, every once in a while, just stare down and then give just a steely look like I'm shooting daggers. Here's how a piercing look is. Sort of channel that into piercing someone. 
And that's going to be my form of arcane art. That's beautiful. That's changed my entire outlook on life, really. Now roll with some dice. <laughs> Why am I so shit? <laughs> I'm just looking around. I gave myself whiplash doing it. The clonk clonk next to you shoves you down with one of its pincers and digs it into your back. So can you please take a 1d8 plus 3 damage? That's an 8. Plus 3? Fuck! Yep. Signata's so probably nearly dead, hey? Who knows? You do. I do. <laughs> oh. <gasps> there is blood everywhere mm. on this uh, Signana figure. Nim, what are you doing? I think I skipped you. <laughs> um. <laughs> so you're pinned on the Klonk Master, who you're, you are restraining for the moment. The Klonk are both on either side of you. I don't think I can see that, because I think I'm looking... Down. Down. And I'm remembering what Samira told us about Klonkwonks being controlled by Klonkwonk Masters, and I'm taking the chance that if I can kill this one, it'll stop those two from acting. So I'm going to try and bite down and rip off his head. Hack and slash. Yes! It's an 11. So with an 11, you roll your damage, but you can add an extra d6 if you open yourself to attack. Yep. Six... And five. Rip it off! You rip it right out, and, and sort of static comes out, cogs spill out. The lights in his eye is just dim as you do this, and you chuck it down in the sand. Its cowboy hat flings off, and the two clonk clonks freeze. I'm gonna turn around and run up to the one that's going for Signana, and I'm going to use my wind paw to automatically deal my damage once per battle. Whoopsie says, no, wait. I stop. We can use them. (laughs) 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 I was like, I was going to say so. Wait, I can't. Yeah, all right. I I step back, but I like kind of go and stand over Signana protectively. So the threats are gone at the moment, but Sagana isn't doing well, and also Anna is just screaming, give me the flower. I have to save my child, Jolene. And I'm going to transform back and say, Jolene, he's bleeding out. For God's <laughs> sake. That is not going to go in podcast. <laughs> my thumb up. Yeah. He's signifying a thumbs up that he's going to be all right, but really just sounds like a dying rodent. <laughs> Please, this is the only thing that can save my child. I dreamed about this place. Wait, wait. What is wrong with them? They're sick, and they just don't get better, and I've been to every snocto in the land. They can't help. But what is what, what is actually wrong with them? They grow weaker by the day. I have to carry them. They can't move by themselves. They, they seem to... What are you... You're looking at me in a really intense way. I have something that could help. <laughs> My child is... And I pull out the scaly juice! <laughs> oh, <laughs> it made the kobold stronger. Fuck! That is the That's what? Yes. yes. <laughs> this juice... Well, look, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but Jolene wouldn't need it without a reason. I trust her. The flowers for my mother. 
She's sick and she won't get better. This might be able to help, and maybe... What if it doesn't? What will it do? What are the side effects? As far as I understand, for those with scales, it makes them stronger. It enhances their abilities. It could, it could work. I want a parlay roll. Come on. Come on. Come on. Fuck! No, that's... God damn it! You're trying to talk me out of the flower. You just want it for yourself. No, I don't. I just... I kind of look at Jolene. She wants to save someone she loves, and you want to save someone you love, and there might be a way to do both of those things. <sighs> I'll prove to you it's not poison. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to take just a very small swing. You take a small sip, and one of your hands... My other hand? Yes, your... Sorry, your hand becomes scaly. And she says, ooh. Not poisonous. It's curing you. It's very <laughs> potent. Of your strange scale it's condition. very magical. Yes. Wow. Please, I, w- I am willing to give this to you in return for the flower for my friend. If this works, you can have the flower. If it doesn't, we want the flower. That's fair. She takes it. Conda. Yes, mother. Yes, I know it's been so long. I know it's not the flower, but will it help, mother? I, I hope so, Condor. Condor weakly sort of grasps the glass bottle, tips it up, and pours it in their mouth, and sort of like spills over the edges. And as they do, they sort of start to wobble a little bit. And they finish the whole thing, and as they do, they drop the bottle. Conda bulges and and grows to be maybe like one and a half times their size. And as they do, their face, their mouth in particular, changes to be a worm's mouth. But they do keep their arms, and their tail gets gooder. One hundred percent more tail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, what what did you do to my child? That's what the potion does! And then Conda says, I feel strong again! Put me down, mother! I can move! Oh, wow! And, and she puts them on the ground, and they start doing, like, figure eights in the sand. Look at me go! I'm a racing snake! I can't believe Scaly Juice was useful for something. <laughs> <laughs> I was Bless you, strangers. I just kind of look at the kid like, I can't believe that worked. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, we need to get back to our lives now. We're going back to the borough where we can live safely and happily. You've done a great thing here today and removed a lot of narrative tensions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. It's, it's great. You can have your snake and eat it too. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. So long. Safe travels, friend. And they slither off. And it's great. And it's beautiful. I'm gonna round on Jolene and just be like, what the fuck? Hi? I'm just gonna nope. give her a big hug. I didn't think we'd see you again. 
boat is okay. It's beached though. So we it's it still works. It still works. We got attacked. We did get attacked, and Signata almost died. I almost died. I mean, Signata's I mean, almost dead. I mean, Signata's almost dead. Shit. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm gonna use the leggings of invigoration just to like widen out, and then try and like tie some of my widened looseness around as a bandage. I could use the toga, but this just seems better. <laughs> to try and stifle my my wounds with yourself. With my own loose, widened skin. It's gonna have like your arms like wrapped around your body you know and that? then sticking out the sides. Like <laughs> I know that only happens for half an hour. I know, but I haven't thought It'll that far ahead. It will Maybe. No. Especially not because the wound has just been widened. Oh, true. <laughs> oh, I didn't what? think that through. <laughs> Does anyone have a healing potion? I, I had had some, but um, Jolene, Jolene I'm, I'm Oh gonna, my god, Kamara, are you okay? Uh, I think, d- relative to definitions of okay. Sit down. No. Sit down. I think if I sit down, I'll fall over. That's basically the definition of sitting down. <laughs> Is everyone okay? I'm not okay, by the way. Give me a few hours. <laughs> I'm great. You killed the executor. That's a scary name for anything. Why did you come back? We were worried. We left you in a new place that you hadn't been before. We didn't wouldn't want to be alone. And then we came back and you were asleep and then you wouldn't wake up. That's a long story. I don't feel like it's my place to talk about that. Um, we don't need the boat anymore. We don't? I can kind of travel between places real quick. You know the place we're in when you smash the orb? I can kind of do that, but less car tossy. Do I have to smash another orb? No, I can just do it. That's narratively convenient. (laughs) So... How sick is your mother? Um, well, I don't want to talk about it in front of these people. She's sick. Everything we've done so far hasn't worked. I keep sending all my money back in the hopes that something works. Look, what I mean is, if you need me to take you back right away, I can do that. But... We're also running out of time, and they might be in danger from Kartos's destruction. Do we know this flower works? I kind of look at the ribbon on the ground, <laughs> and at Kamara. I mean, Samira's gone from my head. What's a Samira? It's, oh, a, it's a really long story. Essentially, we stopped the destruction in the Blisterwood. Is Zachary okay? Zachary is fine. Yeah, but the long and short of that is that the wind elemental that was destroying the town kind of got put in my head by Kartos, but then I just got rid of her by eating the f- flower and something happened to Cremora as well. Anyway, so you got rid of your brain fart through <laughs> some weed. Through a flower. Pipe leaf doesn't really have, like, physically healing properties. No, no, yeah, like, I totally yeah. get that, yeah. I beg to differ. <laughs> I don't know I've how it works on for. swan people. Swan people don't count. We prefer a sweeple. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing? Have you just been wandering around the desert this whole time? We got here 
and uh, we ended up meeting Anna, that snake person you just saw, and then just helped and then just left. And then she offered us character juice, which was kind of fun, but also really awful. need to rest. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll be right. Shut up okay. and staunch your wound. Okay, okay, here's what we learnt as well. We could go directly to the mountain. But the mountain is surrounded by those bull things which are called clonk wonks. You might you probably yeah, there's a know that. I don't think we can take on hundreds of them. No. But there is a place we can go called the Forge, which is where they're made and I think it used to be an anchor for a different god. I think that makes sense. <laughs> I'm just gonna like give you a really concerned look and kind of like go to pat you on the shoulder and then stop and be like, if we go to the forge, there's something there that might let us control them so that we can pass through them safely so that we can get to the rock. We only have nine days left. I know. But we, we thought that it would be better if we had access to these things. Yeah, so, I mean, we could get to the mountain quicker, but die in the process fighting Klonkwonks, or we could give ourselves more of a chance and take a couple of days' detour to the forge. It's kind of on the way anyway. It wouldn't add that much time. Did I see Samira here before? (sighs) Yeah, uh, fair warning. She said she'd be waiting there with the five elementals. And that she was going to kill us when we got there, so that's fun. Oh no. Uh, you always need a boss battle right at the end. <laughs> the five <laughs> elementals. All in one place? Hmm. They normally are all over the island. Well, they know we're coming. Ooh. Let me do something for you. Can I have your map? Okay. So... In the Thunder Yard, you will find my boy, the Thunder Lizard. And then to the north, you will find the Wormhole, which attracts and tracks made by the Earthworm. Mm-hmm. More worms. Now, the Water Elemental, I can't tell you much about because, unfortunately, it exists in the heart of the mountain. Where the Fire One is... It roams the whole island, so I can't give you much advice on that one, and I don't know where Samira would have gone. It might be worth seeing if you could reduce the threat so that you don't have to face them all at once. So, yeah, Hold essentially... What so fire, worm, lizard... What a fire worm lizard. What a fire worm lizard Samira. Ah yes, the five genders. (laughs) (laughs) Tag yourself, I'm worm. Do we want to go forge, thunder, earth? Yes, we want to go to the forge first because there will be clonkwonks at the (coughs) lumberyard. yard. Is this what you want to do, Jolene? I'll still come with you, but I need to go back home first. Okay. Okay. So do you two want to go on your little detour? Kramora and I can just hang out. Yeah, just, just stay at the like old times. 
Oh, you... yes, just like old times, like the last time we were hanging out alone together and you let me fucking die. Well, still on about that. Yes, of course I'm still on about that. I died. I'm sorry if it's a thing for me. Q, please don't let Cremora murder Signana. We'll be right. We're the best of bads. Not to mention she forgot Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go over and pick up the ribbon. Got to leave Jolene to keep looking after Signata. I'm just going to take Kamara aside. Do you mind if I hang on to this? It might let me get back to you quicker slash better. Is that weird? No, no, it's 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 fine. Um, I mean, to be honest, you were really helpful in there. So if you want to hang on to it, that's fine. I was? Yeah. Trust me, I lived through all of those things the first time round, and it was a lot easier when you were there. I'm gonna begin singing romantic <laughs> melody. <laughs> Signana, just... it takes an hour for me to relearn my spells every day. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Smothers. <laughs> Look, um, I'm gonna need to go with Jolene. But I just wanted to say that I'm sorry again, and I uh, obviously there's a thing that we need to resolve. I just want you to know that I'm gonna stick my hand out and be really lame and be like, "Hi, I'm Nume." God damn it! Hi, I'm Kramora. Take her hand and shake it. I'm so glad you did that because I was thinking of doing that as like a conceptually, but I didn't want to because it's just yeah, a bit I mean, weird it's, it's and a awkward. Bit lame, isn't it? It's but just I mean, it's weird, but I, I like that we've gotten that okay, behind I, I us like, now. I like that you thought of that too. That, yeah, that we makes had that. Me ha- okay, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm just gonna like give you a real awkward hug and then go to Jolene and be like, "Well, that was awful." You know, I don't need to take you back to the. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Okay, we're going. Stay safe. You too. I'm going to focus on that feeling of peace and oneness with nature. I'm going to kind of think on that feeling and then use that to manipulate the elements. Can I also say, like, I asked Jolene if I can have something of hers to kind of and focus on that as well. She takes the pin off her uh, cloak and puts it in your hand and says, this is literally the most valuable thing in my family. Don't break it. No pressure then, huh? Yeah. This will help though. Do you want my hand? Yes. And you do it and you focus on that feeling and you focus on the pin in your hand. The pin points down to the ground and where it points, a hole opens up. After you. Can we go in together? That's scary. Okay. You walk in. I walk in side by side with Jolene. Through the beautiful forest, through the beautiful waterfall, and let's roll and see where you come out. Eight. What happens on an eight? On a seven to nine, you're somewhere you've never been, or something follows you. You come through and you walk through the portal, and Jolene... You are standing in front of your family home. And what neither of you notice is a small, innocent-looking lizard sneaks through after you and into the bushes. It's Cogs whirring. 
what do you think that would be a thing at the end if you want an ending just go listen to the beginning again you're still here fine this has been another installment of the queer dungeoneers podcast thank you to our sponsors dolly parton and alan's snake company remember to buy a lamborghini and thank capitalism every day thanks capitalism